It's pretty in kink, the B-sides. I pick up pieces of an episode off the cutting room floor to share that bonus material with you here. Consider these our little quickies. Hello, and welcome to the very first Pretty in Kink B-side episode. What is a B-side episode, you may be wondering? Well, pull up a chair, let me tell you. I might be aging myself just a bit here, but a B-side is something that was on cassette tapes way back in the Stone Ages. And what they were is essentially songs that didn't quite make the cut, but the artist still wanted to share. So they would end up on the B-side. Inspired by that, I have a backup Instagram page. She is Tara V, and it is titled The B-Sides. And it is full of all of my bad photos. Because I like to keep shit real. I know it's shocking. What? Me? Have blooper photos? What? Unbelievable. I know. Yet here we are. And so when I began Pretty in Kink, I very quickly knew I wanted to have B-side episodes. And what they will consist of is information from a previous episode that didn't quite make it into the episode, didn't quite have a place for it, but I also didn't want to leave it on the cutting room floor. And so the B-sides are born. And here we are with our very first episode following the herpes disclosure episode. And as you know, We haven't figured out yet. I like to stand on the top of mountains and yell really loud that cold sores are herpes, right? And so I thought this was a very good story to follow that episode. And it's one that I experienced not that long ago, and it has had an impact on just the experiences I have had with my disclosures and having herpes and living with it and dating with it. So this includes probably one of my favorite disclosures in that it was perfect. It was easy. I was very nervous to tell this man we were prepping to get ready for a second date. It was going to be like a weekend date. So I knew like, I've got to tell this guy. I was super nervous and I disclosed to him via text and he sends me a message back. And basically he's like, okay, not a big deal. I kind of assume most of the population have it. I've got cold sores, so I get it. I understand. No worries. (sighs) Okay, that was easy. It was so refreshing to disclose to somebody that was clearly educated on it and understood the, I don't want to say the insignificance, but that it truly isn't a big deal. So fast forward and I'm on a date with him and I had spent the night and we wake up in the morning and he immediately kind of is like, oh, my lip hurts. And, you know, I was like, oh no, did I hurt you last night? Did I bite your lip? I'm so sorry. And he was like, no, no, no. I think I have a cold sore. He gets up, he looks in the mirror and sure enough, yes, he has a cold sore. And he's a little... I don't want to say panicked, but he's very concerned. And he's like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Like, I I didn't 
know, obviously, that this was coming on. And oh no, like last night and everything we did. And I was kind of trying to calm him and, you know, don't worry about it. It's okay. Don't panic. It is what it is. And, you know, I already have it. So at least we've got that going for us where, you know, I understand I'm not freaked the fuck out over this. (laughs) Like I'm not ready to, you know, run out of the room crying. I understand. And he said, I know, I know, I know, but you know, you could still get it. Like I could still give it to you orally. You could still get it on your lips. And I, I don't want that. Like, what if I, what if I gave it to you? And It was such a sweet moment for me because here was somebody, again, that was very educated on the situation. He understood that while, yes, I do have HSV-1, I have it genitally, it can still be passed on to me where I could then end up getting cold sores. And he understood that. And his level of concern for me meant so much because again, like I said in that episode, I can't tell you how many people disclosed to me after the fact that we had had some sort of sexual interaction that they got cold sores and they felt like it wasn't that important to inform me because I already have herpes. It it was like, you know, there was almost this disregard for my health because it was like, oh, it doesn't matter. She already has it. Where in this instance, he fully understood like, oh, she could still get it. You know, she could just get it in a different spot. And he was so concerned. And for the rest of the weekend, he made sure that we never kissed. And that was powerful to me because that is one of my most favorite things is to kiss. And one of his favorites, you know, we highly enjoy it. And so for him to say, no, we're not going to kiss meant a lot because I've had many, many men try to, again, kind of disregard me in order to get what they want. So it was, it was a very powerful moment in my journey of dating with herpes. And then about a month ago, I ended up having my first outbreak that I have had in, if I had to guess, I would probably say three years. Like I almost never have an outbreak. And suddenly I had one and I thought, oh man. So I was going to be in his town. We live almost three hours away from each other. And I was going to be in his town for something. And so I had texted him and said, hey, you know, short notice, but if you're around, if you want some company. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. And I then said, you know, hold on. I do have to tell you, I am currently having an outbreak. So if I were to come over, we can't have sex. Um, That would be off the table. And I have to be very honest because of other experiences I have had with people. I think part of me was like, this is a test. I'm, I'm going to test him here and see, and he's going to prove what I see so often. He's going to let me down. And instead, he wrote back and I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be very hard for us to not do anything. But ultimately, I want to see you. And it still is going to be nice just to spend time with you. So please like still come, please don't worry about that. Like I still want you to come. 
And that was so powerful. So to have somebody be very educated, very conscientious of my health was incredibly powerful. And so I just thought it was important to share that, to remind people that there are really good people out there. And, you know, when building relationships with people, it's those little things to pay attention to. You know, I find that sometimes it's more uncomfortable for me to tell somebody like, hey, I think I might be having an outbreak versus saying, hey, I have the herpes virus, just so you're aware. It It's different for me for some reason. It's harder. So having somebody that was just so casual and understanding about it was just wonderful. And so I didn't want that to sit on the cutting room floor. I wanted to share that story so I can give hope to anybody that maybe has had some shitty experiences in the dating world with disclosing when they are in the midst of having an outbreak. It can also be an amazing opportunity to kind of see somebody's character and see how good people can be. And so that's it. Quick and easy. It's a little quickie. We just had a quickie. Was this our first quickie? Oh my God. I hope it was good. Was it good for you? It's good for me. That's fun. Oh, I hope you call me back. We'll do it again, okay? Okay.